It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. And a good Saturday morning to you. It is seven minutes after six o'clock. Ashley Frasca sitting in again this Saturday for Walter Reeves. He's enjoying some much-deserved time off. So we're happy to be back with you on a beautiful Saturday. The weather is going to be wonderful this weekend. No rain. I can finally finish painting my house. My husband's not real thrilled, though. He's like, that's really what I have to do today. I'm like, yeah, come come hell or high water. That's what we're doing. Mickey Gasway in studio with me. Good morning, Mickey. Good morning. You How came you? back. I, Thank you. Oh, good. <laughs> it's good to have you from Thank Pike you. Nurseries, the West Cobb location, if you ever want to see Mickey, or on a garden talk. Right. You are all over Metro Atlanta, not yeah. just in West Cobb. If you need anybody, give me a call. <laughs> that's right. You know where to find her, folks. And Winston Eason back with us again from Clayton County, the Extension Office. Good morning. Good morning. Always good to see you. You too, it's always Winston. a pleasure. So you were just saying, 26 years. Yeah, yeah, with the University of Georgia. You're the uh, man with the plan. Uh, been around. <laughs> so I walked in the newsroom, and the two of you were having a conversation about ticks. And I was uh-huh. instantly fascinated and honed in on y'all's conversations. And just within a minute or two of listening to you, Winston, you told me three things that I had misconceptions about ticks. Yeah. So yeah. it came up because what happened to your poor husband, Mickey? My poor husband is 6'5", and I'm 5 feet tall. <laughs> and so he gets ticks on his head, and I couldn't understand why he was getting them. So Winston said they had to grow directly from to, the tree or shrub yeah, to yeah, him. To they him, don't fly. Yeah. They, uh, don't. they don't fly. Yeah. Uh, they can get caught in the wind yeah. um, sometimes if they're, you know, maybe Little. like that first instar or so. And so they get buoyant and can be transferred or uh, dispersed by the wind. So they can get lodged in, you know, maybe a relatively uh, tall shrub or something of the sort. Uh, but mostly they're right there at ground level. See, I was yeah. always under that misconception. I mean, we were doing work at my mother-in-law's house last weekend, and we were walking under a lot of trees in uh-huh, the wood line, uh-huh. and I was so afraid that they were going to fall out of the tree, right. and that's how they would get on me. But that's not really <laughs> that, that's they, not the they case. They really don't fall out of trees, yeah. So right. they're not so That's a big misconception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And born in the ground, not uh-huh. hatched up in the trees. No, not at all. Wow. Not at all. Yeah. And we yeah. have to be careful with our, our loved little furry well, children. Well, yeah, uh, pets, yeah, that's, uh, you know, uh, most uh, most people tend to overlook the fact that they do get on your, your pets. So if you're, you know, if you let your pets out, dogs, cat, it's quite possible. They're so can, close to the ground, the animals right, are yeah. more so than we are. You can definitely get on to your pets. So it's a good idea to check your pets in addition to checking your person when you, you know, after you've been outside. Well, just with as much time as the two of you spend outside, what are your preferred um, repellents? What what what's your go-to? Uh, I use off. <laughs> I know that a lot of people uh, don't, but it works yeah. for me. Well, uh, literature says uh, DEET is probably yeah, you know and any, any, any product that contains um, DEET uh, is is probably the most effective. So you'd want to make sure you're um, sprayed on your boots and your um, clothing and stuff like that. Not on your skin per se now do we think Um, there's any one particular time of day that people need to lather up a little bit more than another like dawn or dusk or does it make a difference uh i don't think it makes a difference um you know if you're planning on being out um you know it would be a good idea to go ahead and uh 
make an application before you get out there. Great. But I do yeah. it for mosquitoes yeah. as much as yeah. because yeah. mosquitoes are awful. They're bad in our yard yeah, this year. Yeah, they right are. Now. And I'm mm-hmm. not, I don't spray the yard because I'm a beekeeper. Me too. So right. I just don't spray everything. I I'm yeah. sort of try to know my enemies. Well, and it's just easy battles. just to apply it to yourself. Right. It's, just it's as much easy. easier. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, you know, just make sure that you're, uh, you know, you're checking for, uh, you're inspecting uh, your your person, clothing and stuff like that um, after you've um, been outside, whether you went for a run or maybe just uh, out in the backyard with uh, maybe uh, the pets and so forth. Um, now, say that important. one had fallen on my shirt or on my shoes, and then I bring that in the bedroom, set it in the dirty clothes pile. Yeah. I mean, will they, they'll still live, right? Uh, they'll, they'll live for a while. They, they typically will need a host. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, of course, uh, they can't survive without the host. But they'll um, uh, they'll they'll live for a while without uh, being attached to a host. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, eventually they either will uh, desiccate or um, they'll find their way onto uh, the pet, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> or uh, something. Yeah. Wow, that that makes me a little more self conscious mm-hmm. though. You know, oh, going yeah. outside and yeah. just having to be a little more conscious of it. Yeah. Well, thanks. That's great oh, information. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. So we'll take calls on the flip side, too. Things that you're enjoying, things that are going well outside, but also maybe pests that are bothering you or troubles you're having in the landscape. We're here for all of it. Every Saturday, Walter's been doing this for 24, 25 mm-hmm. years. Yeah. So we've got this down, folks, on Lawn and Garden. <laughs> Call now, 404-872-0750. If you're outside Metro Atlanta, it's 1-800-WSB-TALK. As is tradition, the first call of the morning, we go down to Griffin and say good morning to Nicole. Hi. Ashley. What are you doing? Uh, talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me there. Me too. <laughs> uh, Miss Tayson, I want to tell you that um, I do appreciate, and I hope you know how many generations that you did change. Oh. Because oh. I was Master Gardener 2001, uh-huh, and I uh-huh. know after me there are so many that, Board. I still can yes, remember yes. when you came in and get and you did a uh, a thing on the. I don't remember mm. that, but I uh, remember you. And I hope you know how many generations that you did change. Awesome, awesome. Talking I about that, that that I was able to make some influence there. Oh, you did. You, did. <laughs> you know, life is not about you. It's, it's not about us. It's what the thing that we leave right. behind. That's right. correct. You That's know, correct. to change, to try to make the the world better. Awesome. What a right. huge yeah. compliment. Yes. Well, thank Great. you so very much. <laughs> I mean, after 26 years of giving. <laughs> yes, <Wow>. yes. <laughs> well, and Nicole, I tell you, we, we talked about this about a month ago, but there were two Saturdays in a row when you had to be off and couldn't call in. Well, be off from our show, but <laughs> you were working. And we got at least half a dozen calls. Where's wow. Nicole? I listen to her every Saturday. I had I somebody wait. ask me, where was Nicole this morning? Yes. So, Nicole, uh, you've never laid eyes on or maybe even spoken to some of the listeners, but you make a difference being part of the show as well. part of the show. Well, I appreciate that. You're welcome. That. <clears throat> Talking about tick, I had a little male cat one time. He fell in the bed of tick. Do you know oh. how many... I mean, hundreds of little, like a dot, and they're full of blood. But I had to take a calm, a fine, cool Uh calm, Mm -hmm. and try to get all. And as soon as you touch, 
the blood is coming out. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's good. Uh, did, did you take him to the vet or did you do food. it yourself? Well, I was, you know, it's hard to wash a cat, but I, fi- <laughs> I finally got him in the bathtub and uh, fine to come because they get attached right away. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're looking uh-huh. for warm. And luckily, yeah, yeah. it was a short, cut, uh, short hair because a long hair, forget it. Oh, you, yeah. You, there's yeah. no way. Oh. Wow. Well, oh, they are really bad this year. And the cat, it's because it's in between the shoulder blade. They cannot, they cannot they reach can, it. Yeah. So it, the sticks get bigger and uh, bigger and yeah. bigger. Yeah. Yeah, the more blood they uh, ingest, uh, the bigger they get. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a piss. It's really a piss. Talking about, um, I had a lot of conifers that um, had a hard time last year because of no water mm-hmm. and uh, I had to cut two of them and uh, I was really looking for the answer that is soil compaction and the grade because the trunk get bigger and bigger and it gets higher and mm-hmm. the grade change so the water don't stay there mm-hmm. and wow. there's no tap root Right, but uh, for a large tree, you know, uh, most of the roots are going to be away from uh, the the trunk, or um, it's going to actually extend beyond the drip line. Uh, so those roots that are right there by the uh, the base, uh, the crown, the trunk, so to speak, uh, that those roots are just uh, serving as a conduit to bring in the um, the nutrients and to anchor the plant. But the the roots that are actually taking up the nutrients are uh, extend far beyond uh, the drip circle for uh, for a very well established um, uh, tree. So even uh, if we put one, we plant them. We, even if we put good soil, mm-hmm. it's still soil compaction. The clay returns to itself. Yeah. Well. Oh. Yeah. Clay in general, uh, you know, um, over time, uh, you're you're going to get some compaction there. Uh, but, you know, uh, I encourage most people, uh, everyone, to uh, make sure you're putting out a very good layer of mulch, um, uh, you know, uh, at least within the drip circle. And that will help to at least retain the moisture and, um, you know, prevent the, um, the clay from um, drying out. Because the feed the roots extend a long way, isn't it? That's Depending correct. The, yeah. The oh, of the yeah. Tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way beyond the drip line. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, if you're uh, if it rains or if you irrigate the, um, the the turf within that area, the the trees are actually picking up some of that. But um, our conifer, that's what uh, they have most a hard time, isn't it? Because right. Uh, yeah, and we see uh, we've seen a lot of that um, with the, just talking with uh, pathology at the uh, university and so forth. We've had a, uh, a lot of drought-related uh, conditions with um, with conifers this year. Oh yes, oh yes. And uh, not ma- not many peaches this year, isn't it? Peaches, uh... We've had a lot of well, calls to the yeah, show. People yeah. not having much success. You know, backyard peaches, uh, it's just very, very challenging yeah. to, to yeah. grow. Um, I mean, we, we have a, a great uh, high insect pressure and uh, disease pressure and so forth. And then from uh, from a zoning uh, perspective, uh, most uh, of our um, homeowners uh, uh, don't pay much attention to um, you know the, the variety of peaches that they're uh, purchasing, and peaches have certain what we call chill hours, 
and that uh, has a lot to do with um, uh, actually whether or not the flowers are going to be retained and you know if you, you know, get early or late spring and late frost and so forth so a lot of complications so uh, we usually say um, you know if you're planning to do a backyard orchard uh, to include say peaches make sure you do some research work called extension service make sure you're getting a variety that is zoned uh, for um, for your particular geographic area. Great advice. Folks with wanting to do orchards yeah. got to do the research. Well, yeah. Nicole, I hate to, but we've got to run, so it's always good to talk to you. I enjoy you there. Thank you so all, much. All of you. I'll talk to you next Saturday. You're doing a good Have, job. Oh, thanks, Nicole. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Bye. All right, the rest of you call in. There's a phone line available now, 404-872-0750. Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves on Lawn and Garden. We'll be back. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the Lawn and Garden advice you need. Great tune, Jason. Thank you so much. All right, live from the WSB studios and the Ackerman Security Systems weather forecast here. No rain in the forecast this weekend. That's good news. Hot today's high around 85, the low 66. Tomorrow's about the same, mostly sunny. Highs in the upper 80s. Ashley Frasca, Mickey Gasway, and Winston Eason taking your calls on lawn and garden. We're going to hop out to Toco Hill, talk to Janet. Good morning. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Um, about two and a half years ago, I had 14 just whopping sweet gums and pines removed from my tr- wow. uh, yard. And last weekend, I was walking around the yard. I had all the stumps ground out. And I was walking around my yard, and right where one of the big sweet gums was, I noticed a hole that was about six inches in diameter. And investigating it a little more, I discovered that this hole right at the center where the sweet gum was, um, is now about, it's about four feet deep and about 18 inches wide. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what's the best, I'm guessing it's because it's rotted out now, you know, where the stump was all, um, that was underground, the root structure right. is rotted right. out. What's the best thing to fill it with? You know, should I put a combination of sand and like, you know, just dirt from the, Home yeah. Depot, or should I put some crushed rock in there? Uh, I would definitely just go ahead and backfill with uh, maybe um, you know some um, some topsoil. Um, you know, can purchase at Pikes or um, you know uh, wherever you can find it, or maybe if you uh, can uh, scavenge some from the backyard. How long to wait before you plant there again for everything to kind of settle out and right? And I, I would and say you could uh, go ahead and plant right away if you if that's your intent. Um, okay. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, just backfill with uh, topsoil. That's the best. From, right. Yeah, from the most convenient source. <laughs> Very observant, yeah. Janet. Thank you so much for the call coming up in the next half hour. Mary, Robert, Daryl, don't go away. We'll be back with more calls on Lawn and Garden. Stay tuned. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. 
live from the WSB studios on Peachtree Street and at 64 degrees. Ashley Frasca from the traffic team and the Herman Cain show and of course working with Walter every Saturday here stepping in for Walter. He enjoys one more Saturday off and then he'll be back behind the mic next Saturday. Joined in studio by Mickey Gazaway and Winston Eason, Clayton County Extension agent, taking your calls for the next two and a half hours. 404-872-0750. Let's jump right in and head up to Gwinnett County. Good morning, Mary in Lawrenceville. Hi. Yes, good morning, everyone. Good morning. I have a problem with a Previosa hydrangea that's 20 years old. I did move it two years ago, but I've noticed in the last week or so that each limb is dying one by one. It seems Mm. to wither and then die. I'm wondering if there's something in the soil, too much water, or... I don't think too much. Have you looked? You don't have any voles, do you? Did you look and you don't have anybody chewing on the on the roots? On the roots. Come time, I've seen that in hydrangeas mm-hmm. um, this spring a lot. Just kind of pull the soil back, and you'll see where they chew on. I it. haven't checked for that. Check it and yeah. see. Everything else in the garden seems fine. Are the leaves? Can you tell when the leaves are they dying back from the tip of the leaf or the no, whole the leaf? whole leaf? Okay. It it just withers the whole I, thing I would withers. Look so the that. whole branch just kind of yeah. withers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, nobody's used any um, Roundup or anything up. like mm-hmm. that in there. No. Okay. Yeah. I, I would look at that. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Mickey. It it could be something that's affecting the you know the the root system. So yeah. That, that's where is, I would is start. Is it Phytophthora that can cause that? Uh, it wouldn't. Uh, the symptoms. Uh, yeah, uh, the symptoms wouldn't be the same if it's if the entire plant or it starts to wilt by you know branch by branch. It, it could be something. And that's it's not something to, you usually see in hydrangeas. Yeah. You see it in rhododendron uh, and pieris right, and some yeah. of those kind of things. Maybe I'll dig it up and just see if I can yeah. find. I it. love preziosis. Yeah, that, pre- that pretty sort of branch. Twenty years close to the lifespan, or I don't uh, know how long that, we last. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just right about there. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so I want to also think about a replacement, probably. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, as a they're yeah. beautiful. I love them. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you very You're welcome. much. Thank you, Mary. Enjoy your weekend. All right, you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Up next is Robert. In Atlanta, keeping aphids out of the garden. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I've got aphids uh, all over my garden, and I went out and bought some ladybugs, thinking that would, you know, they eat aphids. Um, and then ants came and killed all my ladybugs. Oh, no. So now, yeah, so now I'm trying to figure out what I can do to get rid of these aphids short of spraying poison on my plants. Okay, so, so what type of plants are you growing? I'm growing mostly tomatoes and various herbs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, aphids are pretty easy to control. Yeah, wash them off. Yeah, you can just uh, uh, force a stream of water, garden hose or something like that, and just kind of knock them off. They're not smart okay. enough. Yeah. To, they will crawl back up. Once yeah, you get them off yeah. the plant, they're gone. You could use insecticidal soap or something yeah. like that, but do it late in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty okay, easy to well. control, yeah. That sounds simple. I'll try that. Yeah. That, okay. that was smart thinking to get the ladybugs, yeah. though. Who yeah. knew that uh, the circle of life would kind of <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, uh, the good thing ants. about, uh, well, one thing about ladybugs that we tend to overlook is that they, they move around in the garden. Yeah. So, you know, they just don't stay in place. Um, and and they're so, good at yeah. all stages. Yeah. Even the, yeah, the, the larvae the, the larva eat a lot stage, of the baby. Uh, yeah, actually, the, the larvae, uh, the larval stage does more, um, you know, more insect control than the adults. Right. Do. 
right. They look no. like alligators. Yeah. <laughs> so an insecticidal soap, Robert, should be pretty easy to find, and that's going to be safe with the tomato plants and all of that. Yeah. And Mickey, you said evening time, best time to yeah, apply that. Yeah, so you don't want to cook it with it, so mm-hmm. try to do it late in the afternoon. Good luck with the tomatoes, Robert. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks. Your help. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Up next, Paulding County to Daryl we go. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, listen, I have a strawberry patch. It's not huge, but um, I have some really, really nice strawberries on there uh, this year. They're they're big. They're juicy. They're they're sweet. But I have a ground squirrel or a chipmunk that's getting into that strawberry patch, and he takes the he's taking my strawberries and i've tried everything in the world to keep that little rascal out of there i mean i've caught him actually in the patch a couple of times yeah um but i have a bird net over it so i've controlled the birds to a certain extent but i I actually even dug a little ditch let the bird mesh netting go down in the ground buried it Mm -hmm. and the little rascal still keeps figuring out some way to get in there and take my strawberries yeah Um, is uh, there any way I've heard all of peppermint? I mean, I've I've heard a lot of different things, but I'm just wondering if there's any way to to stop him from. I don't mind donating a couple, but <laughs> maybe you could trap him. Have you tried yeah, trapping him? Trapping? I, I have not. That was kind of like where I was going next. I have a little live trap, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I, I kind of know where he's getting in, and I've tried to block that off to a certain extent, but he's still getting in there. We, um, we've caught them. Uh, I don't know. Winston can tell us if you're supposed to move chipmunks. Uh, I don't know if you are. Yeah, not. Some uh, things well, you can move yeah. and some things you can't. Uh, not really allowed to move them, but um, yeah, you know, you can take them to the edge of the, uh, the backyard. Don't tell anybody who <laughs> tells you that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not, geographically, right. uh, you're not supposed to move them around too much, but um, uh, at my place, I've, I've used cayenne pepper, yeah. uh, and it works. Uh, pretty much they like to kind of sniff around uh, you know when they're looking for food Uh, so if you can put out maybe a perimeter barrier kind of uh, of um, you know cayenne pepper um, uh, that might help to you know kind of repel them a little bit cats help too oh definitely they really do I have a feral um, cat in my backyard and I never get yeah they do uh, got a very yeah. active snake there in the backyard that, that will definitely keep them away, well, too. you know, the thing about my grandfather had strawberries, and he used to take garden hoses and kind of coil them up to look like a snake, oh. mostly uh-huh. to keep the birds out. The birds but, out. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't really had any problems with birds. I mean, you know, yeah. birds will just take a little small hole in some of them. I cut that off, no problem. Yeah. But uh, this little guy, he's like taking the whole thing. And I'll find the <laughs> little leash at the top of the head, you know, somewhere over on my... It we'll pretty healthy around color, there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It won't be long before he tells his friends, hey, come where I go. Yeah, a little, I think he's actually probably going to put some of it up for the wintertime. <laughs> uh, um, he, he, you know, I, I go out there and I'm looking at one and I kind of don't want to pick them until they're, yeah, you know. Just perfect, right. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just about the time they get there, he's yeah. taking a few. But get there before I'll try you. the pepper. Mm. I'll try the pepper. Yeah. And like I said, I really don't want to trap the little thing. Um, you know, I enjoy watching them out there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I want to keep him out of my strawberries. <laughs> <but laughs> yeah, decision, decision. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll um, 
try the cayenne pepper. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, that should see work. how that works. Yeah. And oh. uh, I appreciate that. We've got time. some. We've got some deter- uh, repellents at Pikes. Some scent repellents and some taste repellents yeah. that you could try. Uh-huh. We've got fox urine. You oh, can wow. do that around there, and that yeah. tells them there's a predator around. You could try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I never thought about that. Um, yeah. And my next move was to head to my local Pikes and see if uh, they were. They had any suggestions, but I listen to y'all every Saturday morning. I thought, well, you know what? I'll give them a call and see what they've got to Mickey, say. Mickey will be out there yeah, later. That, yeah. I'll be at that West Cobb Pike, so come on out. Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. wow, okay. Perfect. Well, yeah. great. Thank Absolutely. you so much, Daryl. Good luck. I hope you get to enjoy at least half of them, yeah. not more. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm getting about a dozen to maybe sometimes two dozen a day off. Oh, that's wow. Wow. They're beautiful. That's um, but uh the little joker, like I said, I don't mind donating <laughs> one or two every now and then, but it just seems like every time I get a great big, nice one ready to pull off there, I come out the next morning and beat well, you to it. Oh. <laughs> Too funny. Well, thanks so much for the call, Daryl. You take care. Uh, you do the same. Thanks. Thank you very much. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. And next, I want to jump out to Twitter, because oftentimes Walter and I, during the show, will encourage folks, if you're too shy to call on the radio, you can use the hashtag AskWalter, and we'll pick it up and find it on Twitter. And so Fran has done just that. Says, something is eating my cucumber plant leaves from the top down. I don't see worms or eggs on the plant. So what do you think it is? Hmm. Cucumber leaves are not that delicious. Mm-mm. So <laughs> they do have little spines and stuff like that. That um, I would serves think as a more repellent. worm if it's hidden yeah. from the outside. Yeah. I would think more it's, some it's, kind of caterpillar. Yeah, worm or something could be like caterpillar, that. Or maybe some beetles. Yeah. Um, but most of these insects, uh, you know, well, some of them are nocturnal, uh, so they'll you know, kind of feed at night or late evening. So by the time you make it back out there, then you know, during the daytime, they're probably hiding somewhere. So you really don't see the insect, but the damage is there. And I've got cucumber yeah. beetles on mm-hmm. mine, but yeah. when I, what they do is usually they just make holes in the leaves. Right. They don't usually chew mm-hmm. the outside. Right. So the bite marks but, are distinguishable yeah. too, like if yeah. it were a right. caterpillar versus you know a chipmunk or a squirrel That's or something with a more right. rounded yeah. jaw. Line. For insect, it all depends on the uh, the mouth parts. Um, all yeah. right. And then up next as well, we'll take more questions following the break. 404-872-0750. Want to go ahead and give the early birds here in the first hour of the show, the 6 o'clock hour, a chance at the weekend prize pack we do every weekend here on WSB. This one's good. So, Rachel, if you're ready, we'll open the phone lines for that. But before you call... We'll read off what it is. A family four-pack of tickets to Stone Mountain Park. And you check out the Laser Show every day. And a pair of tickets to see James Taylor with special guest Bonnie Raitt July 11th at Infinite Energy Arena out in Gwinnett County. That is fun. So four tickets to Stone Mountain Park with the family. Two tickets for a date night to see James Taylor and Bonnie Raitt July 11th at Infinite Energy Arena. Now that phone number is 404-741-0750. Goes to caller number four right now. You have to call 404-741-0750. Coming up later in the show, folks, we're going to talk a little bit more about gardening every week. Folks want to know what to be doing in the vegetable garden right now. Stay one step ahead of things. Home orchards, we talked about just a little bit earlier in the show, Winston and Mickey, the problems with peaches. I think that may be on a grander scale, not so much homeowner level, but 80% of the crop this year just due to weather. I mean, it's been very devastating for for farmers in South Georgia. So talk a little bit more about what you at home can do to maybe save yourself some money and some heartache when you go to the store and you don't find the peaches that you're so accustomed to if you're trying to do them yourself. We'll give you some opportunities to have some luck there. 
We're going to hop out, take a break, get updates of news, weather, and traffic, and we'll be back. Call with your questions, 404-872-0750. This is Lawn and Garden. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the Lawn and Garden advice you need. Actually, if you're looking for Walter, he is away this Saturday. He'll be back next Saturday. This is Ashley Braska sitting in 6.54, six minutes till the top of the hour. A quick check of the weather from Ackerman Security Systems. No rain in the forecast this weekend. Finally, today's high around 85 and the low 66. Tomorrow is a carbon copy of today. Mostly sunny skies and highs in the upper 80s. Taking your calls on Lawn and Garden with Mickey Gasaway, Winston Eason, 404-872-0750. Up next Next is Gail in Woodstock. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I noticed yesterday afternoon I was cutting my grass and I set out a hydrangea last year and it was so pretty. Purple, pink, it's really pretty. And then I have some little hostas. Well, they're gone. Every uh-huh. bloom is gone. It's nipped off. So the and hydrangeas and the hostas? Yes. Yes, and I have like five really huge hostas right next to my house, and there's steps between the house and the hostas where they're uh, planted next to the house, Mm -hmm. and 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 two of those that I guess it can reach, those are gone. Yeah, I was so upset last night I couldn't see straight. How do I how do I keep these deer from eating everything? Yeah. yeah, I think you have to choose your battles. I mean, you're not yeah. going to be able to keep them off mm-hmm. of everything in your yard. Right. Um, a, a lot of people have been real successful with milorganite. Milorganite is mm-hmm, it's, it's, it smells awful. It, well, it's a fertilizer, <laughs> it and it's a fertilizer. Okay. So if it didn't work for that, then at least you'd get fertilized. But it's a byproduct of the um, uh, sewage system in milwaukee wisconsin and oh, so man. they know when they, they smell this not. this it it smells funny that or any of the scent repellents i think uh-huh. uh, there's one there's a coyote urine that's supposed to work really good but oh, you man. can't you can't keep them out of your whole yeah. yard i would just yeah. like choose the things that you want to keep them away the from. malorganite is like small oh, okay. pellets you know yeah. so you can sprinkle the malorganite kind of in a wide area a around the plants really and last Wonderful. year i had the same problem gail i was beating my head against the wall and i took uh it was around a, sh- a sweet shrub mm-hmm. i had just planted and it was still very small so i opened up a tomato cage and just kind of made really? yeah just a half circle barrier around. I, mean, I mean it wasn't beautiful like but it wasn't barrier. yeah it wasn't yeah. awful to look at and that kept the yeah. deer because they'd come from the woods so i knew which right. side they were coming from right. that kept right. them away so oh, that's great i was just trying to give the sweet shrub a chance to yeah. you know grow up a little Get bit established. so if you yeah. could maybe protect the hydrangea a little bit that way yeah um, and i mean i i really thought if you just put the barrier up for a couple of weeks and the deer realized that they weren't going to get to it, they'd kind of move on, mm-hmm. and then you could probably take it down after awesome. three or four weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm, they'd move on. So a lot of great ideas for you there. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Yes. I was like, Thanks. I was so upset last night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was like, no, 
It ate every one of them. It yeah. one it couldn't get to. <laughs> like Mickey said, it's like a salad for them. Yeah. <laughs> they really enjoy that. Thank you so much. You drive carefully out there in, in Woodstock, Gale. 404-872-0750. Much more coming up on Lawn and Garden in the next two hours, then followed by Dave Baker and the Home Fix-It show starting at 9. We'll be back with your calls. Stay tuned.